Welcome to the Coffee and Accounting Podcast, podcast for accounting, technology, business, the cloud, and geared towards employees and entrepreneurs. Thanks so much for joining us, and here's today's episode. So we'll just start everything off, and so tell me about yourself and uh, what's your story? Yeah, so my name is Alexis Hasselberger, as you know. I'm a time management and productivity coach. And I actually got into this, um, well, probably starting at the beginning when I was a very small child, but my, my career <laughs> was in HR and operations. And so I've always worked at small startups uh, where there's always way more to do than people to do it. And over mm-hmm. that time, I realized that the thing that I was, you know, we all have something that we're just better at than other people. Um, sometimes yeah. you call it your superpower. And mine was life. always the ability to just get stuff done without burning out and sort of make those um, prioritization decisions and move things along and yet still have a life at the end of the day and not be stressed out about it. Um, And also, you know, I had a couple kids along the way and I started to realize while a lot of people around me also started having kids and were pretty stressed out, I was also working full time and I was the kind of mom who did crazy things like made all my own baby food, et cetera. And I still, (laughs) I still wasn't feeling stressed. You were a little, just a little fruity crunchy, huh? A little bit, yeah. And so, um, you know, and those things take time, but I still wasn't feeling sort of that stress or overwhelm that I think a lot of people around me were feeling. And so I started codifying, you know, what am I doing at work and in my home life that seems to be, you know, productive and yet keeping me stress-free because I, you know, that was a difference that I noticed in my myself versus, versus other people. Um, and I started doing a lot of uh, what I would call informal coaching at work about this stuff. I probably would have just called it helping. <laughs> and now, <laughs> now looking back, I call it coaching. But um, yeah, so helping people to figure out, you know, how do I, you know, put together my task list in a way that, you know, allows me to make sure that no balls are dropped? And how do I structure my day to make sure that I'm getting things done, but also that I can shut the door on work at the end of the day and go home and be present for whatever it is people do when they're not at work. Um, right. and, and when the last company I went for decided to, to shut down, you know, I work in Silicon Valley and so we're full of startups, most of which shut down at some point or another. Um, right. Then I just decided, you know, this is the thing that I've been doing that seems to be the most impactful to other people, this time management and productivity uh, related coaching. And it's also the most fun for me because I'm a huge dork and I love this stuff. (laughs) And so I decided to open a practice um, doing just this. And so I started to build out curriculums um, to really walk people through uh, what does it take to to build the habits around who they are to be able to build a productivity system that works for them. Because, you know, Mm. one thing I've noticed over time is that, and that totally makes sense, is that everybody is different, right? Everybody's brain is different. Everybody's circumstances are different. Everybody's role is different. And what that means is that there's no, you know, one thing that's going to work for everybody. There's no one solution or one system. And so I help people to build a system around who they already are, what their natural tendencies already are, so that it's easier Mm. to follow. You know, and that's, and that's so right. I mean, there's no two people that are exactly the same. So, 
you know, we all deal with things in different, different ways. We all view things in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure it's incredibly valuable to your clients and the people that you've helped so far that you're able to dig into what makes them uniquely them and then be able to capitalize on, you know, the activities and your expertise that, that helps them de-stress. So yeah, yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. So, you know, I, I ask every guest that I speak with, um, what, what made you want to be an entrepreneur in the first place? You know, this is such an interesting question because I, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, you know, I don't know if I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like, I'm not sure this was something that I always, that I always thought of, or at least it wasn't a very, you know, full frontal uh, dream in my head, right? Um, mm. I think it kind of happens slowly over time. But if I'm being honest and I'm looking back, I think, you know, when I was a kid, I always, my, my kind of goal was always like, I want to do something that helps other people do stuff better. You know, like I was yeah. just very base, but it's also, you know, I was the kind of kid who would see, um, you know, typos in restaurant menus and want to like go help them fix it. You know, <laughs> like that kind oh, of. Wow. Wow. You like, were that kid. Oh yeah. I was that kid. I was the kid <laughs> who at eight years old would bring out the graph paper and make myself a little schedule for the week. <laughs> cross-reference oh. it with the TV guide for my like one half hour of TV I was allowed to watch. Like I was that kid. Um, and oh, so, wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that I always kind of had somewhere, something where I was like, okay, I want to help people figure out how to do stuff better. And also I was always very much into working whatever system I was in. So, you know, mm -hmm. in high school, trying to work the system and make sure that I still got straight A's, but was in class as little as possible. And, yep, and yep, yep. Um, so I always kind of had this sense of wanting to do something on my own in the most efficient way. And I think that, you know, over time I was really lucky to work at companies where I always worked directly for the CEO. So I had a lot of uh, my own autonomy and discretion over what I was doing and the teams that I was leading, mm. et cetera. Um, but at a certain point, I just realized, you know, I want to be waking up and doing work that's in service of my own goals instead of somebody else's goals. So I don't mm. think that it was an aha moment. It was more of um, an over time I think that I want to be working for myself and then that coinciding with the fact that I'd been doing a lot of this work around time management and productivity and that that was really fun for me. Um, and that I was getting a lot of positive feedback from the people that I was helping about how, you know, how much it had impacted their lives. And so I started to see this overlap between, you know, the kind of life that I wanted to have and the ways in which I could use the skills I had to help people and to build a business. Yeah, beginning to chase your own dream instead of building someone else's. So yeah, exactly. Awesome. I can definitely appreciate that. I think at the at the true core of things, I think that's that's generally the goal for most entrepreneurs, especially mm -hmm. when they they first start going, is that they just they just realize it's like, well, I can either do the forty plan or I can actually pursue something that brings me some kind of joy and happiness inside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. You know, but you know, entrepreneurs just like employees are are not you know not unique in the fact that they can um, chase things for the wrong reasons as well and and lose mm -hmm. their way, so to yeah. speak. So for sure. it's uh it can be a, a tough a tough balance to 
you know, maintain your integrity to be, to be happy mm-hmm. and chase happiness and, you know, pursue fulfilling that, you know, desire and happiness for others, um, you know, while, while still trying to maintain, you know, solvency in business. Right, right. exactly, right? Because it's not, it's not fun if you're not able to make a living at it, right? Exactly, exactly. Right. You know, and then, and, you know, but also being satisfied with that, you know, being mm-hmm. satisfied with making a living, you yeah. know, you don't, you don't have to be the, the one that takes the entire country or the world by storm. Right. You know, like, like most people who romanticize business think that they're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to be okay being good at what you're good at and helping other people, you know, get value out of, out of your skills and talents. Right, right. And even on a very micro level, I feel like it's just very, it's very satisfying to have every dollar that you make be a dollar that someone paid you because they value what you are able to bring to them, you know, as a human, as a service, etc. You know, it's not, it's complete, it's scary on some levels, right? (laughs) Because there's the the other side of that. But it's also very, I mean, so much more fulfilling than any dollar I ever made as an employee to someone else, right? Well, right. And I mean, by that same token, you're the one who's determining your worth, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they, you know, if someone doesn't agree with your worth or your value, then obviously you're not doing business with them. But, right. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. but, that's, but that's like anything else. You're determining your worth. It's not someone saying, well, I think you're worth 40000 a year. Right. And then we'll take benefits and taxes out of that. And, right. you know, if you want to have something for retirement, yeah, you're going to have to contribute to that too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I think it's a much, I agree with you. It's a much more fulfilling, um, fulfilling aspect because, you know, you're working with people who want to work with you and you're providing value and it's, right. it's very, entrepreneurship is very rewarding, mm-hmm. um, altru- altruistically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I would agree. So far, so so far, so good, right? It is very so um, far, so good. Yeah, knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, so now, now let's let's break this. Now, speaking on a, a macro and micro level, yeah, let's break this down. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Tell me, okay. like, what ex- what exactly do you do for someone? So say, for instance, if I was a client that was coming to you and my life was a mess, I didn't know how to organize my time, um, you know, what are, what are some systems that you would put in place for me or, you know, what, walk me through what you would do for a client on, on an average basis. Say, say a, you know, CEO came to you and, you know, really just wanted to have a better balance in their life. You know, they were, were a workaholic, so they were neglecting other aspects of their life to focus on this. And they really wanted to, to get a better balance and get a better fit so they could, you know, get some of the, the happiness that obviously organization right. <laughs> has brought in you in your life. Yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about that. And I think you real, really nailed the, um, the the client that I have. You know, what you described there is a very typical client for me. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I say that I work with people who have big lives, big jobs, or both. And what that often breaks down to is, you know, entrepreneurs, executives, 
um, and working parents of all stripes, you know? So I yeah. definitely have, you know, other types of clients. Sometimes I work with people who are new to the workforce, et cetera, but a lot of it is executives, managers, and, and working parents, because these are people that, you know, by their very nature, just describing what they do, you know that they have a lot on their plate, right? <laughs> and are probably a little bit stressed. And so from a one-on-one -on -one basis, I do um, virtual coaching. So all of my coaching is done over Zoom or Google Hangouts because one, that reduces travel time for everybody, right? So you can just you know, come into it right at the moment. Uh, and then what I've done is built out a curriculum uh, for the coaching. And so my standard program is an eight-week program called Take Control of Your Time. And through the program, each week we cover a different aspect of time management and productivity in great detail. And so we start at um, just know yourself better. That's why I call it know yourself better exactly as you are, because that's gonna inform all the different strategies that we try to put in place to see what works. And so the very first thing that I have clients do is you know, take a bunch of little self-reflection type quizzes to figure out things like, you know, what is their body's chronotype, right? When do they have the most energy? When do they feel that they're lagging? What's their sleep, um, sleep situation like? Uh, I will have them go into what's their learning style. How do they process information? Because how you process information has a lot to do with how productive you can be. Um, and, and you can use all those things to your advantage. Uh, I'll go into how do you deal with external versus internal expectations because that drives the kind of accountability that you're going to need. And so we go into a whole bunch of things like that to sort of determine who you are as a person and how then the next strategies that we use are going to help. And so then each week we may cover in depth, you know, one week we'll go into efficiency practices. Another week we'll go into um, habit building. Another week we'll talk about the nitty gritty of, you know, your email, your calendar, your to-do list app. Um, a lot of it is focused as well on, you know, building a, a task or project management, you know, I say system, that can really mean anything. You know, for some people it's a list, for other right. people it's, you know, an app, whatever it is, but building something that really allows them to uh, let go of all the stuff that they're doing in their head so that they can have it in an external system uh, that they're able to access when they need to so that things aren't forgotten, you know, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and all of that, but so that all that stuff doesn't live in their head and detract from their um, ability to focus on what's, you know, what's present. And so we'll go through this, this program week by week. Some clients like to do it every two weeks. Some clients like to do it every week. There's some homework in between so that, you know, people have the opportunity to try things out, to come back and talk about it, iterate on it, because not everything works the first time or not everything works for every person, right? And so there's, there's a lot of experimentation and habit building throughout the way. And then at the end of the program, people really feel like they have transformed, you know, their ability, their sort of relationship to their to-do list and to their time so that they have a lot more control over it. And they've also learned the underlying skills around time management, productivity, and all of this so that the next time their life changes, you know, the next, they get, have a new baby, they get a new job, they move across the country, you know, something is going to change, right? And it's going to throw those right. systems out of whack that they then have the skills and the know how to be able to um, rejigger their system a little bit whenever those new circumstances happen so that it works in the new environment and for the new circumstances. So that was a very long-winded answer to your question, but let me know if there's any, anything else I can, can answer for you there.
No, no, I think that was very, very well put. Um, now, you had mentioned, you know, what the different methods that that you could use for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, how do you incorporate technology into what you're doing versus, you know, regular pen to paper methods? Yeah, so I think that um, most people, so I, I would say this, I think pen and paper uh, should be a supplement, not the main deal. <laughs> Uh, okay. because we have, I know there are tons of people out there who, um, who really prefer paper and I think that's fine. You know, you can have a bullet journal and be very productive. Um, but I think that the reality that I see is that people have a lot on their plate, meaning like when they, when they do a brain dump of all their tasks and they search all the different systems that they have, you know, their email and their voicemails for open tasks and things like that, you know, often people will have 200 or 300 things and to be able to you know write that out and then sort of reprioritize and write again it's just a lot of extra work and so i typically mm. um you know i typically advise people to use some sort of electronic method whatever works for them so for many people that's you know a to-do app or you know whichever one is gonna gonna work for them for some people that's a spreadsheet for some people that's you know evernote whatever it is uh, and then if they're kind of a pen and paper person, to do the pen and paper on a daily basis. So to take whatever it is they prioritize for the day or, or the week in their electronic system and then to copy that into paper if that's a way that helps them to do that. Because I think it's just um, way too much work for people to keep like hundreds of things on a paper to-do list, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um. That's good. That's good. I think, I think that probably answers my questions. I mean, obviously, if our our listeners have more, you know, we'll we'll put your uh, contact information, and they can contact you specifically about you know what that would look like for them. Because, like you mm-hmm. said at the beginning, you know, it becomes a tailor a tailored um, program to each right. each individual based on their their needs, their lifestyle, and you know what's going to work best. Yep. Um, yes. So, in your industry, mm-hmm. what would you say is probably the biggest thing that that sets you apart from from everyone else? So, there's a lot of people out there in in coaching or in life coaching or. In, in things like that, or maybe even, you know, networking concierge or personal mm-hmm. concierge or, you know, you know, HR and, you know, payroll companies have, you know, people on staff that, that I, I, I've seen, they try to help businesses with this sort of stuff, but it, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do a hack job at it because they're not really trained to, to do things in that, that specific capacity. So, so from all of these, these people that are trying to, essentially break into, you know, what you've got going on um, and compete with you or you compete with them, you know, what, what sets you apart, what makes you different, what makes your, your services and you, you as an individual, you know, a, a cut above, so to speak. Yeah. So I think the first thing is that the, my style of coaching is very practical and pragmatic and actionable. So this is not to say that not, you know, that most coaches are not like that, but I think that my, you know, a lot of, a lot of coaching is, um, 
you know, never give advice, listen, ask the right questions. And that's really valuable in many different kinds of, um, you know, it, of modalities for, for different people's needs. But when people are coming to me with issues around time management and productivity, of course I need to listen and ask the right questions and get a sense of all of that. But I also need to provide them with the expertise that I have learned over time, um, which is the fact that I've read, you know, hundreds of books about productivity and time management. And I have looked at, you know, 75 different apps. And so I've done that work for them so that I can then say, okay, now that we know this about you as a person, I think that this method might work well. So let's try this and figure it out and see if it works and let's tweak it if it's not working exactly because never nothing ever works perfectly the first time. And it's very actionable. So every, um, every coaching session that I have, people are going to come out of that with action items for the following week for things to try, for things to do. And it's not, um, it's not sort of wishy-washy in that way, right? It's, it's sort of regimented, um, yet flexible to the person so that we're always moving forward. Uh, and also, it's a, my programs are time-bound, right? You know, they're, you know, my program yeah. lasts between six and 12 sessions, um, standard being eight sessions. And this really makes sure that somebody is going to get results and is motivated to get results instead of a sort of longer, open-ended type of engagement. Uh, I think that's something that that sets me apart. And then also that I, you know, I don't actually see a ton of people in this specific space. Like there's a lot of life coaches out there. There are a lot of relationship coaches out there. There are a lot of, you know, financial coaches. I actually haven't run across too many people who are really focused on time management and productivity. And I see this mm. space as, you know, it's, it's something that most people are dealing with to some level. Like, you know, most people are, uh, you know, stressed or overworked in some way and looking to create a balance that works better for them. But the reality is that, you know, there are so many books and apps and things out there that if people could do it themselves, they would have, right? You know, right, there, right, yeah. research is at, sources out there, but I think people, you know, if they want to make lasting change, they do need someone to help them shepherd them through it. And I think I'm doing that in a, a, a more directed way than a lot of different coaches out there. I'm taking a, you know, a thing that is pervasive and that really can make you know, both your work life and your uh, personal life better. It's, you know, two sides of the same co coin and really focusing on, on those aspects. In an HR situation, you know, I, I ran HR and ops at startups for many, many years. And, you know, we're often dealing on a coaching or level with, you know, things related to somebody's work product, right? And you're often getting mm -hmm. people once there are ready problems, right? <laughs> and my, yeah. um, you know, my work really helps people at any stage, but often, you know, before they get to that level, before they get to a level where it's really becoming a problem, where they still have, you know, room and energy to, um, to change the way that they're doing things, to have a more fulfilling life, to be able to use their time. Uh, according to their own values and goals, right? Which is, I think, something that people, you know, we often are just kind of going through life, letting the day happen to us. And we really do have to be very intentional, especially in the age of technology, to, to, to live our days in service of our own goals and our own you know, values. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say is probably the most valuable thing mm -hmm. that you provide to your clients? 
So I think that the most valuable thing that I provide them is, uh, it's going to sound weird, but actually a reduction of guilt over these things, right? My coaching is very pragmatic and realistic and people come to me with, you know, a lot of times they're, they're like, okay, well, I'm just having trouble managing my time, right? But it's always deeper than that. And a lot of people come with this very strong sense of guilt, like I should be doing this better or, you know, why can't I get up at 5 a.m. like everybody says and you know, get a jump on my day before my kids are awake and, you know, why, um, you know, I see my friend over there and she seems to have it all. Uh, but like, I'm always stressed and I can't get dinner on the table. Like, why is that? Or, you know, I see my other CEO friends, um, you know, seeming to be able to handle everything, but why am I feeling sort of this crushing sense on the inside? And so there's a lot of, of guilt around, you know, why am I feeling this way or why am I not able to handle this? And so a, a huge piece of what I'm doing is helping people realize that like, they're not necessarily going to fit into any specific system that's out there. They have to be realistic about what's going on and that we're going to find paths forward that work for who they are instead of against it. Because when we work against who we are, you were probably going to fail <laughs> and I want people to mm. succeed. Right. And also to right. learn that failure is a part of the process to success in all of these things. Yep. And so, you know, when you build a habit, this is something I see all the time, you know, people are trying to build a habit, say they just want to be able to, um, keep track of their to-dos in a task app every day, or maybe they want to journal every day, whatever it is. And they try it. And then after a couple of days, they fail at it. And so then they say, oh, that wasn't for me, right? That thing didn't work for me. When the reality is that science tells us, uh, you know, a bunch of studies have told us that it takes anywhere from three weeks to three months to build a habit. So of course you're going to fail. <laughs> you know, of course you're going to fall off the wagon in the first few days and maybe even a few weeks because you haven't built that habit yet. And that's just part of the process. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Awesome. Now, I know I'm intrigued. So like, what, what would be an average day of, of, you know, a client working with you? Like, you know, how often do you communicate with your clients? Like, like if I was to, you know, hire you mm -hmm. now, like, like what would what would our average day working together look like what would that what would that be yeah so we would meet on a once typically a once a week basis uh, so we'd meet for okay. an hour on a video call so we're able to see each other and then we'd be would be essentially during that time talking about you know what did we implement last week what worked well what didn't work well what do we need to tweak and then we would go into you know the content focus of whatever today's session was so maybe that's going to be habit building or maybe it's focus um, focus techniques or something like that and we really talk through those in depth and come up with a plan for what we're going to integrate or implement or try out for the next week. And then over the course of the next week, I'll check in a couple of times and say like, you know, how's it going? Are you, is there anything I can do to support you through this? Are there, are you running into any issues with this? Do we need to tweak anything midstream? Um, and then also I am available to people on, you know, on an unlimited basis uh, throughout their whole program. And so people can reach out to me via text, via email, via phone, if they have questions about um, you know, anything related to, to our work together. And so it's, a, it's pretty flexible from that perspective. You know, I'm here if people need me. I also proactively reach out a couple of times during the week. Um, 
And so, so that's what it really would look and feel like to work with me. I also do, I didn't mention this, but I also do workshops for companies. And so, you know, if I'm doing a workshop, then I'll come in for, um, for an afternoon and talk about, you know, time management, task management, focus, uh, struggles, distractions, really the key things that, um, that are plaguing most people from a productivity and time management level. Cool. Cool. That's nice. That's nice. I was going to, I would, when you initially started talking, I was going to say well, once a week is great, but then how do you, how do you get your touch points throughout the week? So that's, that's good. Yep. I'm glad you, glad you touched on that. Cause yeah. uh, I was, that was a, a question that popped up in my mind personally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. Now I have to ask, I ask people this all the time and I just love people's answers. So I know it's kind of a weird question, but what's the most unusual thing that's happened to you since you've been in business? Now, this could be a client request, a situation that you ended up in with a client, um, serendipity, you know, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing, you know, just, just what's, what's the stands out to you is probably the most unusual thing that's happened to you in business. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to go with an unusual good thing. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, uh, which maybe is not as it's exciting for your listeners, but, but that's where my head is. Um, so, so yeah, so I had it in my head that a goal for me, um, for this, this winter actually, so, you know, recently would be to create an online course. Like that was something that I wanted to do because I realized that, um, I love working one-on-one with clients. I do group coaching as well. I do workshops, but that the reach can only go so far. Right. And so I wanted to produce an online course so that I would be able to get this information to more people and to help more people through these types of issues. And uh, the the barrier to that was that I literally haven't even taken an online course before. I don't even know anything about (laughs) how to produce an online course. I'd never even taken one. And then in, I think it was October, um, someone from Udemy, do you know the company Udemy? Yeah. Yeah, so they're on. They do online courses. That's their entire business. Right. Reached out to me via the form on my website and said, "Hey, um, we are looking for a time management course for our business-to-business product. Is this something you'd be willing to talk about?" And so I said, yeah. "Yes, of course. That's interesting. How did you know I was thinking about that?" <laughs> right. Um, and long story short, I'm now um, I'm now partnering with Udemy to produce a course on time management and productivity that's going to be released in April. Wow, that's phenomenal! Congratulations. Thank you. Mm. Now, what? Uh... How long, just one other quick question. How long is your course going to be? Have you decided yet? Yeah, actually, we're in the final stages of it. We're filming it um, in the next couple of weeks. And so it's about uh, 42 lectures long. Each one is less than five minutes. But, um, but it really, so it's, it's a few hours worth of content with lots of self-reflection activities and action-oriented activities along the way so that okay. we take the, the lessons about, you know, time management productivity that, I, that I'm weaving through my coaching and we condense that into a course that one can do on your own, on your own time um, and still get a lot of those benefits. So I'm really, I'm really excited about it. That's awesome! Congratulations, and I'm sure that's a that I, I can't even imagine. That's a huge step. I have no, I I don't like online learning personally. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but that's because my entire college career was in online learning. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I dread it like the plague. Yeah. Um, so I can't, I can't ever see myself having a desire to do that, but I've yeah. worked with a lot of people who have from online captain's courses to, mm-hmm. um, you know, brand new online universities right. to, I mean, the whole nine yards. So I did, I know that's a big step and a lot of work goes into it and you must be incredibly proud. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been really interesting phenomenal. and fun and fun to put together. And I'm really, um, I'm really excited for its release to be able to, to reach more people, maybe people who haven't had a storied history with online learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there are, there are many people out there. I am, I am just unique in that. I don't really classroom settings don't do well for me. I yep. also don't do seminars. Yep. which is why I do I do podcasts to educate nice. people about things and stuff and things. Right. So. And that comes back exactly to <laughs> the fact that that's important to know about yourself, right? Because then you're not exactly. wasting time and money on something that you know doesn't work for you, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Alexis, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been an incredible joy to get to know and I really appreciate your time and I can't wait for this episode to go live. Um, I'm sure that our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. Now, Alexis, if our listeners wanted to connect with you on social media or via the interwebs, Mm -hmm. how would they do that? So my website is alexishasselberger.com and I'm going to spell that for you because I guarantee you nobody is going to be able to spell my last name. Um, (laughs) Maybe a folly of choosing that for my URL, but it's A-L-E-X-I-S-H-A-S-E-L-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. And there you can read, you know, all about a little bit more about what I do. You can read about Um, what my clients are saying about me. And most importantly, you can get in touch with me. So you can schedule a call with me. You can join my um, email newsletter that goes out every couple of weeks that gives you um, tips about time management and productivity that you can implement right away. Uh, And that's the best way to get in touch with me. All right. Thank you so much, Alexis. Again, can't thank you enough. Thanks for joining us today, guys, and thanks for listening. You can reach us on our social media on Instagram at rude underscore financial underscore services. You can find us on Facebook at the rude financial, R-O-O-D, and you can find us on Twitter at find the rude. Guys, I cannot thank you enough for your support and for listening to our podcast. I hope you were able to get something out of it. If there's any topics you'd like us to cover or anyone you'd like us to interview or questions that you may have or comments about the show, please feel free to contact us directly. You can also email us at rudeowners at rudefinancial.us. All right. Thanks again, guys, and have a great week.